Welcome to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. In this program, Marty discusses waterfowl and upland bird hunting, as well as the clay target shooting sports with some of the top industry leaders and shooting pros from around the world. If you're just starting out or you've been hunting and shooting for years, we'll have wing and clay target news and information that you can use. Now, here is your host, Marty Fisher. And welcome to another great week Wing and Clay Nation, and boy, you know, we've got wing and clay shooting going all on all over the place right now. I, uh, <clears throat> uh, a lot of the hunting seasons are, are coming to a close, uh, but I'll tell you, it's been an interesting couple of days. I've got to, got to tell you about this first. Uh, this is, this was a little crazy. I, um, uh, for, you know, for those who don't know, we're, uh, we're, we're kind of doing like Rush Limbaugh. We're not in a big, gigantic radio studio. I mean, I have my studio at, at, in my office, and and my my uh, my <clears throat> producer, is, um, A-Rod, is, is over in Phoenix. I'm in South Georgia. I've got a, a great guest that we're going to have here in just a few minutes, and uh, he's coming to us from Minnesota. And, uh, and I do all of this thing on the computer and on Skype. I mean, you folks don't know you can do that, but technology these days allows you to do some great things. Well, of all things, uh, my Internet started going crazy. So you can just imagine, you know, how it's um, <clears throat> how much fun I've had for the last uh, for the last few hours. But it looks like we've got everything fixed and and uh, we're looking forward to having a great show. But, uh, you know, real quick, what's going on? Well, as I say, the hunting preserve seasons are are coming to a close, at, uh, especially down in the south. Um, you know, the hunting preserve uh, season times carry on sometimes into June, sometimes, you know, year round in the, in the extreme northern states. But down here at the end of March, it's pretty much done. Um you know, I do have to give a shout out real quick to my stepson, James Burchett. James is is um, is running for uh, the state house in the uh, state of Georgia. The, uh, a seat came available, the 176th district down in, in South Georgia. And uh, that's, that's where he lives. And, and folks approached him about running. And uh, the, the good news is he was brought up the right way. He is a staunch pro-gun guy. And... Uh, you know, that boat is next week, March the 12th. He's actually in a runoff, so it's just he and another guy. And, um, you know, you folks that live down in that district, down around Waycross, um, uh, Pearson, Lakeland, Valdosta, that area, uh, go to the polls on March the 12th and and, uh, and give him a vote. He's, he's the right kind of guy. Hey, you know, clay target shooting is really cranking up. Last week we had uh, – a, a successful a Seminole Cup, which I guess was probably the largest sporting clay shoot going on in the country. Uh, and they battled the weather like they always do. But but what a great event it turned out to be. I mean, they had about 400 competitors. And uh, Tom Say from Tennessee and, and the 2018 National Sporting Clays Champion, Zach Keenbaum in Texas, both of those guys shot 100 straight on uh, on one of the courses and uh, and Zach was able to hold on and and back that up with a with a 98 on the other course and wound up taking the $5,000 top prize and by the way uh, uh, Zach and I talked I'm going to have him as a guest on the Wing and Clay Nation here in the near future and I promise you that will be a very very interesting show. Oh uh, in the in industry you know one of the things that um that, that's going on. My my good friend Christian uh, Socher from uh, from Blosser USA. Uh, Blosser is is a really a great friend of of shooting events and and hunting all around this country. It's a it's a German company, and Christian was sent over here from Germany uh, to to head up the Blosser USA office out down in San Antonio. And uh, he was only supposed to be here a couple of years, and he wound up being here for seven years. And um, <clears throat> You know, he just got promoted to be the head, uh, the head of sales for Blosser in in uh, Germany, and the CEO of the Blosser head company over there. So, uh, really, really proud for him. And uh, and and they brought in an industry veteran, Jason Evans. Uh, Jason uh, has worked for both Benelli and Weatherby in in executive positions. And and boy, we we wish both of those guys the best. You know, the NRA conventions coming up April 26 to 28 over in uh, in Indianapolis. And uh, finally, one other little tidbit that I came across. 
uh, you know, despite all of the bickering that's going on up there on Capitol Hill, you know, every now and then they do some good things, and they and they recently did. Um, they had a bipartisan approval of an act, uh, and it, it it's kind of affectionately called the Target Practice and Marksmanship Training Support Act. Uh, don't know how they come up with names like that, but but basically what it does, and it's just, this is really really good. What this does, the uh, the Pittman Robertson. Uh, Act that was put in play many, many years ago uh, is an excise tax on firearms and ammunition and things like that for hunting. And um, uh, it's raised about $12.1 billion for, uh, that has been spread out to states all over the country. Well, in the past, uh, they were, the Pittman Robertson to the different states was allowed to provide up to 75% of the cost of a project. Now, this is for a new shooting ranges, um, whether they be rifle, handgun, clay target, whatever. Uh, they could give up to 75% of, of the total cost of that that would come out of the state funds, and every state has its own block of money. Well, this act actually has now raised that percentage up to where the uh, fund can actually provide 90% of the money, and that's uh, that's going to be huge. I can tell you that that is um, that's great news, and uh, and and I appreciate the bipartisan support that we got up there to to make that happen. So <clears throat> that's a little bit about what's going on. I'll tell you, I've got a got a great guest this week. Um, you know, I I talk a lot on this show about about kids shooting and ladies shooting and things like that, and and. Uh, and I know all about 4-H shooting. I know all about scholastic clay target programs, but I didn't know a lot. And it's and a lot of that is because I'm down here in the deep south. And and if, but there's a there's an organization called the USA Clay Target League. And uh, I I did some some checking and made a few phone calls. And and I've got to tell you, I'm very proud uh, to have. As a guest this week, and boy, we are going to talk about a lot of really cool stuff that relates to kids and shooting. But my guest this week is the president of that organization, John Nelson. John, are you on the phone with me? I'm here, Marty. Thanks for the oh, invite. We uh, okay. love to be on your show. Hey, listen, I am I I am so excited. You know, we we had a chance to talk just a little bit earlier today, and and uh, and when we're going to talk about all of those things that that you and I said, but but I, I'm going to preface this real quick before you even get to say very much, folks. This organization is in is in 20 states or, or more than 20 states right now and growing. Uh, they're they're affecting almost 30 thousand student athletes now i want to i want to make sure that i that you understood what i just said student athletes and um you know because all of these kids in this program are exactly that they are student athletes not in the, the way you would think no not football not basketball not baseball not track shooting so john before we before we get into all of that stuff We've got oh uh, you know a few minutes to go before we've got our first break. Tell me a little bit about John, and uh, and and how the program got started, and uh, and then we'll get into some nuts and bolts. Yeah, well, thanks, Marty. And you know, this program started because of the aging demographics that's happening in shooting sports over the past few decades. And in the early two thousands, a gentleman by the name of Jim Sable started with a youth mentoring program at a gun club up here in the Twin Cities. And from that program, he really found out that not only were the average age of a gun club member back in the early 2000s was 57 years old, but shooting ranges were closing at a rate of 10% a year simply because of the participation that wasn't occurring. And so a few years later, Jim started working with a couple of high schools and started, and some of those kids from those high schools and started to develop three teams. And those three teams consisted of 10 kids from three area high schools around his gun club. Well, what ended up happening with those three teams and those 30 kids is the following year is three other schools had inquired about, hey, how can we participate in this fun opportunity that's sponsored by the schools? 
The challenge became is those three inquiries came from distant schools. And so what, uh, what we started in 2008 uh, with our three teams and 30 kids in a virtual competition. So that means that kids shoot at their local range so they don't incur the cost of travel and the headaches that come with it. And then they post those scores on our website, and then we compare that against other teams throughout the conference. And what ended happening is that uh, we really uh, overturned a rock that contained a whole bunch of kids that weren't participating in any other activities. And our Minnesota program went from three kids to, and 30 teams, or three teams and 30 kids to this past year of 340 teams and 12,000 kids that are participating in the Clay Target League. Well, and you know that—that's—that to me is 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 almost mind-boggling because you, you know, you really, you really don't think about uh, the shooting sports in schools. I mean, we're you know we're seeing a, a meteoric growth, you know, in in 4-H and SCTP and stuff like that, you know, down here in the south. But I had—I'll be honest with you—I had no idea. And and look, we're going to take a quick break, John, and when we come back. I want to talk a little bit about the state of Minnesota. I mean, this state has taken the lead in this with these kids, and and the, and the folks that are listening to this show need to understand how they how they've done that because we're on we're on the cusp of something really really great. So, John, stick with me. We'll be back and talk about that, folks. We'll be right back after these messages with more Wing and Clay Nation. <laughs> The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email, wingandclayradio at gmail.com. That's wingandclayradio at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to this week's show. And welcome back. And I'm here with uh, with John Nelson, the president of the USA High School Clay Target League. And uh, you know, before we before we get back to John and start talking talking a little bit of shop here, um, you know, it just dawned on me when he started talking about all of these kids, and you know, thousands and thousands of kids in a program, and you know what, those kids are getting in vehicles and driving off to shoots, and you know, if 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 they were are like I was when I was a kid, you know, I you know they're gonna 
you know, want to take, go see their buddies and all of that stuff when they get to the shoot. And, you know, I'm one of those kind of guys that, you know, when I, when I leave my truck, I want to make sure that it's locked and, you know, I can't be carrying my gun all the time. So I've got to secure my gun. So, Hey, I want you to take a look at, at a great product. Uh, we've got a good friend of the show, the Crushable Vault. And the Crushable Vault, you know, is, is, a, is a, a series of products that allow you to to, to store your ammunition, <clears throat> uh, your your handguns if you have those, uh, your your firearms, your brake guns, all of that kind of stuff. That, this product allows you to store those guns and secure them in your vehicle where they simply cannot be taken by somebody. You know, every time I, 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 I talk to somebody about these big gigantic shoots, somehow I hear that somebody's truck got broken into and a gun got stolen. Well, if you've got the crushable vault, you don't have to worry about that. So give, give yourself the opportunity to go to their website, www.crushablevault.com, and take a look at those products. And if you decide that you want to buy one, or not, let me encourage you to do that. When you get over to the checkout page, there's a little box up there for a promo code. If you type in Marty, my name, if you type in Marty in that promo code, you get an instant 10% off of your purchase. Now, let me get back to John Nelson. John, you know, I, you know I'm just talking about that product, and believe me, my friend, that is that's good stuff and when you've got the number of kids that you're you're talking about i mean we're going to talk here in a minute about the largest clay target shoot in the world and people are just going to be floored but 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 where where i want to go right now is you know you, you, you let's talk about minnesota for a minute and, and, and it, this ex, this extends all over the place but and you said we started off with three now we're over 300 and i've just got to I've just got to ask you, how how did you make that happen? Because I can tell you right now, every school system is not going to jump up and down when you tell them that you want their kids shooting guns. Well, no, and they didn't jump up and down when we walked into their school and said, I'd like to bring a new program to you that involves kids, schools, and guns. So it's um, we took an awful lot of battle scars in, in our early days. But what we did is we... We consulted with leadership groups from the Minnesota State High School League, which is the Athletic Association for High Schools. And those, the leaders of that organization didn't tell us that we were crazy, you know, allowing clay target shooting in the schools. But what they did is they guided us to try to make our program look and smell and taste just like a high school sport. And so throughout all the years, as we were able to work with them to develop policies and procedures and, and our look and, and the attraction, and we really created this program that would really resolve a lot of issues that are happening with school administrators when they're considering activities at their schools. And so it was because we did all this upfront work uh, to make this a, a high school-sponsored program is we were able to tell everyone that if you're not associated with the school, you can't be in our league. And so that was our best selling point is telling people no, unless they were school sponsored and therefore forced administrators and parents and kids to really um, engage with those schools and to have this uh, a school team. Well, and, and and I think you you, you threw a, a statistic out to me, which you know is not surprising. I didn't have any idea what the what the number might be, but you know when when we when you start talking about all of these different sports, I mean, you know we've got football, we've got baseball, we've got basketball, we've got track and field, we've got volleyball, we've got hockey. I mean, you name it, uh, you know the the schools play it. And there are injuries all over the place. And I think you made the comment to me, what was it, forty two million trigger pulls? And everybody's still safe. We, yeah, we've uh, since the inception of leave, we pulled the trigger 42 million times, and we've put 72,000 kids through this league, and we've never had a reported injury. And that, so, when you look at what school administrators are looking for, I mean, that's a, ask them about the injury rate of the sports that you mentioned. Uh, it's typically not a story that somebody wants to hear. No, no, it's not. And, and uh, uh, you know, I've been through it. I mean, I've been through it with with kids, with grandkids, and 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 all of that. And you know, they they want to play everything with a ball. And when you know, when you do that, 
uh, you know, things were going to happen. Now, one of the good things that, um, you know, we talked about earlier today, too, uh, you know, all of these kids are not the best athlete in the school, okay? I mean, let's face it. I mean, uh, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's a movie that I that I really like called Little Giants, and it's kind of goofy, you know, and, and uh, you know, it's about about these little kids that, that really weren't really athletic, uh, trying to make a, a team of kids that were athletic, and, and one coach didn't want them, and, and so another guy picked it up, and, and these kids wound up, you know, beating these other kids, but you know, I, I, of of all of the the kids in the program, a, a sizable portion of them really don't do anything else, do they? No, in fact, I mean, thirty five percent of the kids that are in our league do not participate in any other school sponsored activity. And so, if it wasn't for this program, and even in just in Minnesota's case, that's four thousand kids that would be doing nothing that's sponsored by the school. And research has has proven that kids who are engaged in school-sponsored activities, they do better in school. They they stay away from drugs and alcohol. They're more likely to go to college. So there's all kinds of benefits that occur when these kids are recognized by the school. And so because of 80% of the teams in our league provide lettering and yearbook recognition, it's exactly what the kids wanted when we first started this league. I, I mean, that that to me is, is is just absolutely remarkable. I mean, you know, you, everybody's not big and fast and strong and tall and, and all of that. And, and and a lot of these kids, they they're just looking for something to do. And and boy, what I mean, what a great thing for them to do. I mean, uh, it, it's 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 so encouraging to 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 me to hear that there's something else for for. The, you know, the kids that, that don't want to participate in those other things to do instead of watching TV and playing video games. I mean, the shooting sports are, 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 are really the ticket. Well, and, and we are the only co-ed and adaptive sport in high school. So not only in the boys and girls, regardless of your talent, but kids in wheelchairs can participate right alongside other kids with different abilities. And, and so this provides an opportunity and a venue for these schools that are challenged with maintenance and facilities and costs and low participation of other sports and Title IX compliance, what you do for boys, you have to do for girls. And providing different sports for adaptive athletes is Clay Target provides the checkbox and and puts the the X right where that box is and all these items that school administrators are looking for. Well, what I like about it too, uh, uh, John, is that there's no B team. You know, there's no B team, no C team, no junior varsity, none of that stuff. If you're in the program, you're playing. You shoot, yeah. And it, it, and if you're the 10th best player on a baseball team, that's a bad spot to be because you're not getting a lot of glove time out there. And so regardless of the team size, I mean, last year our smallest team was five kids. Our largest team was 124. And so guess what? 124 kids on those teams shot every week. Well, that and that, that and and that's remarkable, and that's that's really the way it should be. And uh, <clears throat> now, the th- one thing that I really like is, you know, th- this is not just not just about about the shooting. I mean, over the years, you know, you have put together a what is honestly a really a program. I mean, you're able to you're able to train coaches. Uh, you know, the student athletes, they just can't show up and shoot. They've actually got to go through a training program or a Hunter Ed certificate, or get a, get a Hunter Ed certificate or something like that. And, um, you know, let, let's take a couple of minutes and talk about those types of things, because you just, you just don't show up and say, I want to shoot. There's more to it than that. Oh, there absolutely is. And, and we're the only safety certified program in high schools. And, and so kids need to take the things that you mentioned as far as getting that certification. They're working with adult mentors at the gun club. Many of the coaches are already certified. We have requirements that there's one coach for every four kids that are on the team or every 10 kids, I mean. And, and so everything that we do, in fact, is league's founding values are based on safety, fun, and marksmanship, and they are prioritized in that order because – if we can pull out the safety component of it, then no school administrator in the country can say that this is a, a program that they can't uh, get engaged with. Well, and, and you know, and the coaches uh, are just, 
not people to say, I want to be a coach. I mean, you actually got to have a program. I think it's called class. And the, and the class program is, is all about teaching coaches to be coaches. It is. It's our coach leadership and safety support program. And so we, we allow coaches to take this program. And so it teaches them everything they need to do on and off the range. In addition to head coaching, it also teaches them a lot of skills on becoming a range safety officers. And what's unique about our program, it's designed specifically for us. And so as a coach and as a range safety officer, they're just kids are a different group of people. You know, 30% of these kids that come into our league have never shot uh, a, a gun before. Uh, 55% have never shot at a clay target before. So as those mentors get engaged with these kids, is they have the ability to teach them the skills that they've learned for so many years uh, being members at the local gun club. Well, and, and you know, again, it's you know it's 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 remarkable how how you how you put this together, and I and I and I've got to tell you, my my hat is 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 tipped to you guys because you know you're 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 not leaving stones unturned, and that is that is so very very critical. And, and you know we're gonna we're gonna take a break here in in, a, in just a, a, a little less than a minute, but when we come when we come back from that break. What I want to do, I want to talk a little bit about, you've got a scholarship program because these kids are not, they're just not out there shooting. I mean, you you pretty much put the onus on them to perform in the classroom too. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. I want to talk about this, uh, uh, the, the, the Minnesota high school uh, shoot that's the largest clay target shoot in the world. And then we're going to talk about how to get a team started, uh, you know, in, in somebody's hometown or somebody's state. So folks, stay tuned. John Nelson and I will be right back after these messages. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Bullock. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath. Emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside the minds of the players and coaches? We talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college sports. We'll review and preview this week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email. Wing and Clay Radio at gmail.com. That's Wing and Clay Radio at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to this week's show. And welcome back. I'm here with John Nelson, the president of the USA Clay Target League. And, uh, you know, John and I are talking about, uh, about all of these kids, and we're getting ready to start talking about about a gigantic clay target shoot. And as I, as I think about all of that stuff, I, you know, I know that, you know, every time you go to a, to a shooting range, I mean, the first thing they're going to tell you is you've got to have eyes and ears. And, um, uh, you know, one of my really good friends and a great friend of the show, uh, Electronic Shooters Protection, ESP. Uh, that's what I, I put in my ears, my digital hearing protection. It, it actually allows me to, um, 
to carry on a conversation like I normally would uh, with anything, any you know, shooting and everything going on. Anytime a, a, a noise or like a gun goes off that's 90 decibels or more, it mutes it down so it really protects me. And, um, you know, my earplugs are custom made for my ears. And I'm going to tell you something. It's a great investment in the future of your hearing. So give my good friends at ESP a look. Check them out at ESPAmerica.com. And I promise you, you will appreciate it down the road. You won't hear any more of that uh, whistling in your ears. Now, John, I can just imagine, like I was saying, you know, if you got uh, – all these thousands of kids showing up at these events, you know, how that, uh, <clears throat> how many of those guys need to make sure that they're protected. And I'm sure that they are, but you know, let's, let's, let's talk just a little bit more here. Now we've got, um, <clears throat> got some, I want to talk about, well, I want to talk about Minnesota first because Minnesota, uh, you know, it's where you're from. It's where the program was started, but you know, when you talk about 12,000 kids participating, they've got to have a place to shoot. So so how, how did that happen? I mean, you were talking about ranges closing down 10% a year, you know, and, and, uh, and, and now all of a sudden we've got more kids participating than ever. So what is that bit? What is the impact being in Minnesota with this program? Yeah, what's, what's happened in Minnesota is, is clay target, uh, the Clay Target League has become the seventh most participating sport in the state for high school. And that's out of 45 different activities. So here, even in the state of hockey, is there's more participants in Clay Target than boys and girls high school hockey combined. And wow. we've done this in less than 10 years. And so similar to any other sport, as the league grows, is so do we need the places to shoot. And so over the past... Uh, five years is more than $8 million has been spent in this state to expand and build new facilities to accommodate the growth of the, of the clay target league. And so, you know, these kids is it's required to go to these shooting ranges. It's not like baseball where you can just go to an open field or football. You can throw out in the yard. These kids have to be at a shooting range. So we've had clubs that have been closed for 20, 30 years that are opening back up, putting in new traps in their houses you know, pouring new sidewalks, adding lights to help accommodate these kids. And, and it's really become more like golf, that if you want to shoot somewhere, you you pretty much got to set a tee time to find a spot to shoot because there's so many kids at these clubs. Uh, that, is, that is phenomenal. And, and you know, I, I've been alluding to, and, and we're going to talk about it now, because this this really just blows me away. I mean, I, I, I you know, I know that when we have the, the Sporting Clays Nationals, you know, that, that's a couple of thousand shooters that come for a week or something like that. The, the Grand American Trap Shoot, you know, that's, uh, that's 5,000, 6,000, you know, shooters, whatever that is, and that goes on for nine or ten days. But, you know, the, the largest clay target shoot in the world is a high school shoot. <laughs> and it's filled with kids from 12 to 18 year old, year old. So for nine days in June, we invite all participants in Minnesota to come up to Alexandria, Minnesota, where last year we had 8,100 student athletes representing 330 teams with 20,000 spectators um, shoot for those nine days in Alexandria. And it's, uh, and it has a very state fair like atmosphere. There's 70 vendors up there that are all helping with the kids and providing food and providing, you know, some great entertainment for them. And it, it's become such a popular event that even the local areas, you can't find a hotel room within 50 miles of the shooting park, but this brings millions of dollars to the local economy and that economic impact to the Alexandria area. So it's, it's really had a massive impact on uh, what's happening in the state. That, and that, I mean, you know, I, it, I, it's hard for me to, to, to wrap my arms around 8,100 participants. Now I realize that's okay. That's over nine days. All 8,000 of them are not there, you know, every day. But you know what? If you do the math, that's still close to, that's a, that's a thousand 
are pretty close to it, if not more. So uh, that is uh, that is just truly remarkable. Now you have a you have a national championship that you do also. Correct. Yeah. So last year we we launched our inaugural championship, which was held in Mason, Michigan, and this provided a venue for so unlike our state tournaments where we invite everyone in the league to participate. This was only for qualified individuals and teams. So just in our first year in Mason, Michigan, we had over 2,200 participants and more than 5,000 spectators come to Mason, Michigan for four days last July. Wow, that is uh, that is truly remarkable. Now, <clears throat> you know, we, we've been talking, you know, at length here about all of the things that, that are going on, the things that have happened and, and all of that. But I'm sure that my listening audience is is on pins and needles to find out how the heck do we get one of these started at our school or or in our state or you know whatever. So, uh, John, why don't you take us through that process? How do, how do we get the the uh, the Clay Target League in into these other states? Yeah. So what? What we uh, so currently we're offering our league in um, in approximately thirty states, and each state has its own website, which uh, which starts with the state abbreviation, which would be MN for Minnesota, ClayTarget.com, and on those websites is there is a large button that says Start a Team, and what we do is we provide an online interactive presentation that for those that inquire about the league can receive that presentation and share it with everyone. So they share it with gun clubs, they share it with school administrators and with parents and kids, and it gives them a step-by-step guide of what they need to go through to get their team approved and to coordinate their team and get it uh, participating in a local gun club. And so people can visit usaclaytarget.com, click on the high school, and they'll take them to the states where we have leagues, and, um, you know, it's pretty much just kind of five simple steps is to, to conduct their costs, work with the gun club, get approval from the school to use the school name. 100% of the teams in our league are school approved. And wow. uh, once they do that, then the league starts itself in spring and, and away we go. Well, that's, <clears throat> that, is, uh, that, is, that is truly, truly remarkable. Now, now right now, uh, you know, this is primarily trap shooting, but you're, 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 Infusing a, a skeet opportunity into this as well, now is that correct? That is correct. So we offered, we've been offering skeet in uh, just Minnesota over the past year, a uh, couple years, and even in our first years, our skeet league became the largest league and the largest shooting sport event in skeet in the state. So again, these kids are are interested in trying alternative sports. And so we're able to provide skeet, and then hopefully someday we'll be able to offer other clay target sports like sporting clays and five stand. Okay. <clears throat> now, um, the, the the funding for all of this, I mean, is is in this is something you and I haven't really discussed, but it's something that I that it's always of interest to me. Uh, uh, you know, ammo costs money, targets cost money, all of those types of things. So, so where do we go there? How how is that handled? Yeah. So the average cost of a participant in our league, as long as they have a shotgun, is about two hundred and fifteen dollars, and those are all costs that are managed by the team. So that helps pay for their their ear and eye protection, a uniform from the school, and their ammunition and their clay targets for the season. And then there's mm-hmm. an additional charge for a registration fee with the league uh, that costs $35. So in general, it costs about $250, you know, for those to participate in the league. And so our league is a nonprofit organization. So we rely on others to help support, you know, to run the league. And so there's sponsorship opportunities. There's there's marketing opportunities. And because we're a nonprofit, you know, we, we chase grants and we certainly welcome donations you know, for anyone that wants to really um, have an impact mm-hmm. on to get kids involved in shooting sports and really to reverse the downward trend in what's happening in the outdoor shooting sport world. Well, that that's exactly right. Well, I, you know, I, I, a, a few weeks ago, I had a, a gentleman on from 
you know, from the Midwest Midway USA Foundation Board, and you know they do some things with with uh, with the kid programs, and I I don't know how many, uh, you know, because there's a you know there's obviously a paperwork process and and all of the things that have to go go on with that, but uh, you know, uh, are, are any of your teams using those guys? I mean, just just out of curiosity. Um, I'm, I'm sure they are, and and they're also working with local conservation groups. You know where those funds need to stay locally, and they're doing spaghetti fundraisers, or they might be selling candy bars. They're doing everything they can, you know, to help lower the cost for these kids. And sure, and and, and, I, and, you and know, that's just and, kudos to the to the coaches. Yeah, and and you know, and and the reason I bring that up is because, you know, being a being a parent, being a grandparent, you know, all of those types of things, you know, I know, I mean, and I'm telling you, my, you know, my grandson, every time you turn around, it, it, it the stick and ball sports is crazy. I mean, I can promise you it costs a lot more money to play those things than it does to do what you just talked about with, you know, a couple of hundred dollars per shooter. I mean, that is, uh, that is truly remarkable. So, uh, hey, uh, John, we're up on another break. <clears throat> when we come back, we're going to kind of try to wrap this whole thing up and, uh, and, uh, and see if we can't get, get you a lot more participation. But, folks, stay tuned. Wing and Clay Nation will be right back after these messages. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Think of the world. 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email. WingandClayRadio at gmail.com That's WingandClayRadio at gmail.com now, let's get back to this week's show. And welcome back. And we're, boy, we're, you know, time flies when you're having fun and, and, uh, and gathering information. I'm, I'm here with, um, with John Nelson, the president of the USA Clay Target League. And we have been talking about all sorts of things. And, you know, John, we, uh, you know, we kind of kind of isolated a little bit on Minnesota. And, of course, it, it, with good reason. I mean, you know, that state is, uh, you know, it's 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 a home state for the for their organization. But but at the same time, uh, you guys are taking steps that, and they've appreciated the steps that you've taken to really grow that thing to, to huge, huge numbers over the years. But. You know, Minnesota's not the only state. You know, you had indicated that you're uh, in about 30 states now. So why don't we talk a little bit about those states? Because I'm sure some of them are growing pretty rapidly as well. Boy, and are they ever. I mean, as fast as Minnesota grown, virtually every other state has grown at a faster pace than Minnesota has. And so 
when we have states such as New York, for an example, it's got 2,000 kids in it and 100 teams, and that happened in just four years. Uh, our, our Kansas program's got about the same numbers, and that's happened in five years. Um, is because we've learned so much in our early days and we were able to refine our offering is when we enter into these new states and these people who are really involved with the league is it's a much easier learning curve. It's easier for us to answer the questions. If there's barriers out there, we've already jumped over those. And, and so our growth that's happening throughout the country. And, and again, we're going to add another five states this year, probably get close to that 30 number, but it's happening so much faster. So our, our state tournaments are becoming the largest events in the state. We actually have to go to multiple days, just like we do in Minnesota. And we're doing that in four or five states this year because of the capacity at the gun club can't handle our growth. And so between that and then trying to work with state agencies to make sure that they provide the hunter education opportunities for these kids, because the last thing we want to have happen is to turn kids away because they can't get their safety certification. And so we can continue to work with industry leaders and others to help provide this. We'll add more kids. Our formula is there. It works. We just need uh, for others to support that. Well, and, and, in in the participation with the with the with the parents with the coaches with the volunteers you know all of that stuff uh, again it I, I guess I just keep going back to the fact that that this is giving kids who just wouldn't be doing anything else an opportunity to participate in something that's meaningful to them and I that that is something that uh, that we have needed for such a long time because I, I you know, I, I see all of these kids that um, they're, they're not really interested in much of anything and there's nothing better than than a good team sport where you've got team building, you've got individual responsibility, you, you know, you, you know, there are a lot of life lessons learned with a shotgun in your hand, John. Well, and not only with a shotgun in your hand and how responsible you need to be with that, but when kids, in order to be on their teams, have to make sure they conduct themselves properly at school. They have to keep their grades up. They have to do everything that they are required to do, even if they were to participate in other sports. And so for these kids now to have that level of discipline in their lives it's sure helping them become better people, and and hopefully that future is a lot brighter for them. Well, and and I can tell you that it is. Now, <clears throat> you know we have, and I I mentioned earlier, you know we have four H shooting going on around the country. We have Scholastic Clay Target program shooting. Um, how how do how does the, the the Clay Target League interact with all of that? I I, I think somebody had told me that you know. We can do it all. I mean, you, I, so talk to me a little bit about that, uh, you know, because there are a lot of teams that are already affiliated, but they can play in your league as well. Oh, sure they can. Yeah, as long as this, they're school approved and the, and the kids are from the school district and go to that school. Absolutely. And, and like anywhere else, we encourage kids to shoot all the time. <laughs> and it's, you know, we only have them for about 10 weeks in spring and then maybe six weeks in the fall in our alternative program. And so those other 10 months out of the year are available for gun clubs to have summer leagues, to have their youth programs, for any other program that is shooting, you know, more months out of the year. We're only taking these kids, you know, for two months out of the year. We don't really engage with them much the other 10 months of the year. Well, you know, and, and, and one thing I am seeing and, you know, I, I mean, with the, the, the growth that you're talking about, it, you know, this may very well take place. Uh, you know, a lot of these high school sports nowadays that are spring sports like softball and baseball and all of that, they're playing in the fall now as well. I mean, they play in the fall and they play in the spring. So, you know, as, as this grows, I mean, there may be some opportunity to, to, uh, to make this, you know, well, not year round, but, you know, pretty much the whole school system as long as the weather cooperates. I mean, I realize the weather up in Minnesota is a little different than it is in Georgia and Florida. So uh, that would make some difference. But, you know, you, you could expand this thing greatly over time. Well, we can. And, and that's been kind of the reason 
for you know this league is in addition to what we've been happening at the high school level is is it just simply made sense for us to launch our college clay target league and and this provides an opportunity for the 20 percent of kids that graduate so this year we'll graduate 6,000 of these student athletes that are shooting sport enthusiasts and 70% of them plan on attending post-secondary school. So why not carry on that same tradition and get them into a college program? And so we provide this, you know, casual recreational league, similar to run how we run the high school league, but now it's available for these kids to continue on for another two or four years as their college years continue. Wow, that's amazing. Well, look, we've, we've got about got about a minute to go here with you. And uh, uh, if you would, give me the contact information. I mean, folks folks really want to know. I mean, give me, give me the, the main website, things of that nature. And uh, I want people to contact you to, to see if we can get this thing even bigger. Absolutely. Every, everyone can go to usaclaytarget.com. That's usaclaytarget.com. And you can learn more about the league, look at where all the states are. And if you want to contact me, there's a contact us form that's right on there. Or if people want to call me, it's 612-490-1388. And I'd be happy well, to help. Either if you want to start up a state, you want to start up a league, we're ready to go. Well, I, and I am confident that you are, my friend. And listen, I, I cannot thank you enough for being on the show tonight. I, I You have opened my eyes in a way that uh, they haven't been opened in quite some time. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, all the best. And uh, and I can promise you I'm going to do everything that I can do to, to, uh, to help you grow this. And, uh, John, again, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thank you, Marty. We appreciate the opportunity to not only talk to you, but uh, your entire audience. And uh, we're looking forward to a very bright future for all of us. Okay, my friend. Thank you so much. Folks, that's that's John Nelson, the president of the U.S. Clay Target Lead. And, hey, get in touch with him because I'm telling you, he's got something going on. And... Um, it's the right thing to have going on. So, folks, hey, we're coming to a close. Well, you know, what a, time flies when you're having fun and and uh, and learning things. But, you know, before I go, I want to thank everybody for for listening and uh, check us out at our website, uh, wingandclaynation.com. By all means, go to Facebook with me and uh, uh, facebook.com slash wingandclayradio or on Twitter at twitter.com slash wingclaynation and on Instagram at instagram.com slash wing and clay radio and also on five podcast sites you can check us out on itunes tune in spotify stitcher and google play so there are lots of ways to listen to this radio show and i thank all of the many many thousands of you who have been listening we'll see you next time for another great guest on Wing and Clay Nation. Thank you for listening to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. Please join Marty again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until next week's show, think safety first and good shooting.